0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast where we pay tribute to a Wrestlemania celebrity and one of the best game show hosts and people of all time. What is Alex Trebek? It's lost in the midcard. We are here a few days post full gear. Full gear. We, uh, we will break down what was a tremendous pay-per-view by AEW this past Saturday. Uh, look ahead to Dynamite. That is uh, going to air uh, today as you listen to the podcast tomorrow for us as we're recording on a Tuesday. And, uh, of course, we'll talk a little Raw and SmackDown. we got a short turnaround time, so there's obviously no Dynamite or NXT to talk about. We already took care of that on Friday's show, so we're uh, we're going to get right into it. Thank you to spiderduck.net for being our host, enabling us to be on iTunes, Spotify, and any of your favorite podcasting apps. What you got to do is search for Lost the Midcard. Hit that subscribe button. That way you know every time a new episode comes your way, typically every Wednesday. but Just in case it's a different day like last week, make sure you subscribe. And also on the YouTube, we're there. And uh, make sure you subscribe on our YouTube and hit the bell icon. And uh, the links to that are on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash lost in the card. And also on the Twitter at LITMC podcast, where we also share a lot of the great tweets from the wrestling world. I'm your host, Jeremy Bennett. You can find me on the Twitter at JB Huskers, as always, my co-host. He is on the Twitter at Raw F Showtime. It is Mr. Matt Black. Matt, how you doing?
1: Full gear, baby.
0: Full fucking gear. I AEW
1: has given me quite a few days of happiness, I'll tell you that much.
0: Including today, which we'll get into later. Um, I watched it with friends, so you know how that is. People talk all the time, yeah, and you can't focus, uh, especially when you're so used to watching them by yourself 99% of the time. So I almost want to go back and watch it full gear i think
1: you should because i think top to bottom it was AEW's best pay-per-view they've ever done
0: ah, ever okay ever. um i mean i obviously i watched it obviously i paid attention pretty good but it, it's something i want to re-watch down the line um for sure so let's get right into it full gear took place uh from daly's place jacksonville florida one kickoff uh one buy-in match with uh for the nwa women's championship Kind of funny. One woman that just left in an NWA, Allison Kay. Uh, probably someone AEW needs to sign with, with a, a struggling women's division, which Tony Khan even admitted uh, uh, struggling, maybe could do better types of things. Um, having the NWA title, though, defended on AEW has helped that out a lot with uh, now new champion Serena Deeb. She took on Allison K in the buy-in and, uh, uh, you know, I gotta say, uh, Matt, uh, for buy-in, uh, this is a, a pretty solid match for these two.
1: Yeah. The match was fine. No complaints. You know, I'm not a bit, I'm on, I'm personally not a big Allison K fan. We know. Um, so, <laughs> you know, I thought I, I still thought, I still thought the match was fine. Um, they looked great. Um, Rosa coming out afterwards, declaring you know the fact that she wants her rematch, which you would assume will happen on a future episode of Dynamite. Sounds pretty damn good to me. No complaints.
0: Yeah. Uh, after the match, Thunder Rosa comes out. Um, I mean, I don't think that still doesn't answer if she's going to stay in in, in AEW or go to WWE. But uh, okay. she, her,
1: she, it's already been confirmed from Billy and her. That her contract with NWA runs through the end of 2021.
0: Oh, it's not. Uh, I so didn't hear that. She's
1: she's not she's not going anywhere.
0: Well, good for Billy. Uh, eventually, Power is going to start taping again. So we kick things off. Probably the probably the best choice to kick things off. The finals of the Eliminator tournament for the world uh, to determine the number one contender for the AEW world championship. Hangman Adam Page, Kenny Omega. Uh, no surprise, Matt, they put on a fucking classic perfect match to kick off the show. Wasn't it?
1: Dude, it was <laughs> bad. Look, like, like, the, like a lot of wrestlers say, if you can't be last, you want to be first. Yep. And they couldn't have picked a better match to start off that show set the pace, set the momentum on the right foot. Just... Oh, lordy! It was hashtag good shit pal. Uh,
0: I completely love the end when, while on Omega's shoulders, Hangman was struggling to get out of the One winged Angel. I watched this with friends, and they were convinced that someone was going to kick out of the one winged angel for the very first time. And I'm like,
1: I think page will be the first person to kick out of the one winged angel
0: when he wins. And I think that'll the be the
1: night he beats Omega for the AW championship, but we're, we're getting way ahead of ourselves to the 2021. But I do believe that Adam page will be the first man to kick out of that move. And he will go on to win the championship afterward. Yeah. Maybe they do. Maybe they wait all the way to all out to do that. Like I'm not sure, but um
0: I mean they they I, do I feel I
1: feel like at some point next year Hayman's, t- Hayman's gonna take that title from Kenny.
0: They do a, a good job of long term booking. I mean just look at Kenny's pen tweet for the last year.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Let me tell you something. Um I don't have to put Matt over on this. Or, or 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 get him. What what's the word I'm looking? I don't have to convince him this, but we we all know John Silver is a good talent. We all know Orange Cassidy is a good talent. But let me tell you something, brother. Uh, Orange Cassidy and John Silver on paper, it's like okay, this is random. But uh, for a ten minute match at a pay per view, these these guys uh, for one, I I I think I, I saw this on Twitter. But I think a lot of people got impre- were impressed by John Silver in this one. As much as we put him over, I think he looked he looked pretty good against Orange Cassidy, didn't
1: he? Um, I thought this match was way better than anybody could have expected. I, I yeah. thought it was really good.
0: It's just a shame that Silver couldn't win the BTE championship. I mean, he fucking choked for the BTE championship. <laughs> we'll talk about BTE in a little bit. Darby Allen, Cody Rhodes for the TNT title. Darby coming in on a, a spray-painted car. I thought he was going to skateboard off the car. That would have been badass, but instead he decided to bust the windshield with his skateboard instead. Uh, so Cody and uh, Darby, a a very, very good... 17-minute match for the title. Um, We uh, saw some glimpses of heel turns. Uh, Arn was doing some shady shit. Uh, We expected Darby to win the TNT championship. We both predicted it, uh, and it was correct. But uh, uh, no heel turn from Cody yet, Matt. Maybe we're not getting one. No, yeah. I,
1: I, yeah. I think, I think it's a slow build. I think we're still getting it. So,
0: I'm like, is he really going to join Team Taz? Because <laughs> at the end of the match, uh, almost immediately after Darby pinned uh, Cody, uh, Ricky Starks and 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 uh, Brian Cage came out. I'm like, is Cody really joining Team Taz? No, it No, he tried to fight him off. Uh, that didn't work, and then they were going to try to break Darby's arm in the corridor, but Will Hobbs made the save. Uh, D- Dustin Rhodes, QT Marshall, cutting a promo. Uh, they are facing Butcher in and the Blade in the old classic bunkhouse match. If you don't know what a bunkhouse match is, go uh, go watch uh, maybe go watch a Texas bunkhouse match on YouTube. There's some classic ones on there. Uh AEW Women's Championship, Hikaru Shida against Nyla Rose. And um I thought this was a pretty good match. Not as good as their first match, Matt, but I thought it was solid.
1: Uh it was fine. Like I like I didn't I didn't have any issues with it. I, I thought it I thought it was a good match. I was very... uh, I thought the right person won because, like, I still feel like the end games. Burt Baker winning that championship. So,
0: yeah. um, very surprised that Nyla just took that slap from Vicky Guerrero.
1: That was a little weird. Maybe they might be teasing, and they might be turning her face down the line. So,
0: or she'll she just takes it from her, you know. Uh, but uh, yeah. After the match, uh. After the match, Vicky Guerrero berating Nyla Rose, even slapping her, and we're like, "Oh, rest in peace, Vicky!" But no, no, nope. She just uh, kept her head down, shook her head, and went uh, went along, following uh, Vicky, uh, Vicky Guerrero to the back. So, tag team championship time. A dream match, five years, six years in the making. Young Bucks and FTR. How about that ring gear, man? Both teams bringing that ring gear, aren't they?
1: Yeah, the Lakers-Celtics kind of feel.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Um, This was an excellent match, as we expected. I still, I don't know. Let me get your opinion on this. I still think the match with Kenny and Hangman was better.
1: Uh, I man, I don't know. I love them both. Yeah. I, I don't even I don't even want to try to pick one right now. And I would have to go back and literally watch them both back to back to try to make up my mind. Um I th- I thought they were both freaking awesome. So
0: a lot of uh, a lot of work in the injury angle, obviously. Uh, a fair amount of uh, paying homage to some certain tag teams, not just of the past, but of the very recent present. When they, when the, uh, when uh, FTR did the DIY move, which I th- I popped for Matt.
1: Oh, no, they did a lot. They did a lot of other people's moves.
0: 3D, Twist of Fate into a Swanton. It was pretty cool. Stein, the
1: Stein, the Steiner brothers. Heart Attack. Yeah, I mean they, they were they were breaking, they were breaking out as many as as many as possible.
0: I thought it was cool that they included DIY in that though, Matt.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I don't look, it was it was the it was the feud that put the revival on the map.
0: Yep. Yeah. So
1: This
0: is true. FTR's motto is no flips, just fists. Unfortunately, Cash, strayed away from that, attempted a 450 splash and missed. And Matt hit a super kick, covered Cash Wheeler at the 28.5-minute mark in a true tag team classic, Young Bucks, your new AEW tag team champions. Didn't think they'd switch it this fast, but then they put that stipulation out there and then I knew it was going get I knew it was going to change. Uh, but the backup plan was pretty funny. we'll get to that at, at, at BTE. After the match, Kenny Omega joins in on the celebration with the bucks. you can see hangman at the entrance ramp holding a drink or at the entrance tunnel holding a drink but he did not join in the celebration. So more of Hangman further becoming a loner. I'm really curious where this is going to go to, Matt. And, and, And this has been some pretty great, in my opinion, character development and storytelling with Hangman. The whole fitting in with the Elite. He was one of the Elite easily, you know. And it's completely devolved in a year and a half's time. I'm really curious to see where they kind of keep going with it, Matt.
1: It's all about slow turn build, man.
0: You think he's going heal? Like,
1: I don't know, man. Like, at uh, the same token, I could ask you, think Dark Order is going face?
0: I do think they will.
1: You know, so I mean, who knows?
0: And where's you know, Brody? Where's I, Brody been lately?
1: And the rumor is. From my understanding, he's out injured. So, I mean, we'll we'll find out in due time.
0: Next is the Elite Deletion Match between Broken Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara. This was a cinematic match somewhat. It, it, It wasn't as heavy of a cinematic match as some of the other Hardy compound matches have been, I think they've, they, a lot, there was a lot of, of pure wrestling in this and obviously a lot of toys, a lot of Roman candles, <laughs> uh, a lot of cameos. Um, it didn't take long for Santana and Ortiz to get involved. And that's when Matt made the call. Cause he was on the phone when the mat before the match started and he was on the phone. Uh, with somebody to stand by and that's the person that was standing those people that were standing by were private parties so they came in and uh helped matt even up the odds and we got cameos from Gangrel and hurricane helms which was great uh then eventually uh all the extra people that were involved were shut out and it was just Sammy and Matt locked in the dome of deletion. And uh, they recreate, not really recreated, but Matt kind of got his revenge on Sammy that and kayfabe busted his head open, uh, which some people were adding Rebby Hardy about saying they shouldn't have done I'm that. Morons. And yeah, don't act uh,
1: like it was freaking real.
0: Don't at Rebby first off um, with that shit. Not if
1: you're going to be an idiot.
0: Yeah. Oh, the people laid into that fucker. That was so good to watch. That was so funny to watch. Sammy attempted a swanton off a ladder through a table. Uh, He hit it, but only got a two count. That's where we got the spot where... uh, Uh, Matt speared uh, Sammy through a table, busted Sammy open in the back of the head. Matt grabbed a chair, did the one-man concerto, and that was it. One, two, three. Matt Hardy wins after about 20 minutes on the Elite Deletion match. Matt, what were your thoughts on this House Hardy match?
1: I I thought it was fun. I'm sure Private Party was super excited to be there to do something like that since they pretty much idolized the Hardy Boys growing up. Yeah, um, I think it was hilarious that they decided to um, wrap up a storyline from the House Hardy Halloween special that WWE never followed up on, revealing yeah. that it was Gangrel at the end that that kidnapped Hurricane. Poor Hurricane um, was
0: stuck there for two years.
1: Yeah, so I mean, it was it was fun, and look, I'm just happy that Matt and Sammy got through a match.
0: <laughs> right.
1: And that, that actually <laughs> nobody got hurt. Like, I mean, they made, they made it look like people got hurt. But, like, the fact that, you know, they both got through a match, that nobody got hurt, the few can finally be done and both of these guys can move on to other things within AEW, it's, it's good for all involved.
0: Next up is Chris Jericho and MJF. If MJF wins, he joins the inner circle and um uh these two it was it was an okay match matt uh, it was uh i would say honestly, it wasn't one of jericho's best matches or m j f s best matches, and maybe they just don't uh mesh well together, i don't know uh, that's
1: the first time they've ever worked together too, yeah. You know, and it's not like AEW's got a bunch of house shows where people, you know, get familiar with one another before getting in the ring for the first time. So, I mean, these things just happen. Unfortunately, yeah. I, I I didn't think the match was bad, but I mean, it wasn't great. Yeah. Um. You know, it was it was fine. You know, like there was to me there was nothing bad. There was there was, not one match on the show was bad. Yeah. From, from the buy-in all the way to the main event, there was not one bad match on this show. Um, it's good shit. You know, so like if if one match doesn't quite, quite, you know, live up to expectations, I mean, that's it's it's okay.
0: Wardlow handed MJF the ring that distracted the ref. Hager tosses Jericho the bat. MJF acts like he got hit by the bat, doing a little Eddie move there. Referee didn't disqualify Jericho, but distracted him enough for MJF to get the roll-up. And yes, sir, MJF is now a part of the inner circle. And uh, Jericho gives uh, MJF a hug. Got one over on him. And uh, props to Jericho, who, happy birthday, just turned 50. 50-year-old guy doing a Frankensteiner is pretty fucking impressive, isn't it? <laughs>
1: hey, you still got it, man.
0: This Wednesday on Dynamite, the induction ceremony for MGF. And as Matt predicted on uh, the show last week, the, lots of interesting things could happen with MJF winning the match, and uh, it'll be fun to see where it goes from here. Um, They preview Dynamite for this week. As I mentioned, Butcher Blade taking on Natural Nightmares in the bunkhouse match. Match number two between Penta El Cerro Mendo and Ray Phoenix. And then Tay Conchi taking on Red Velvet. Main event time next, AEW Championship I Quit match between... John Moxley and Eddie Kingston, and uh, no surprise, Matt. These guys beat the dog shit out of each other.
1: <laughs> I I don't think this is something that anybody should be shocked by.
0: Um, I I really thought their use of weapons was really um was really well done, really unique. Uh, the finish was pretty unique, <laughs> you know. Moxley's yeah, that's pretty brutal. Moxley's new move a new finishing move uh, the bully choke and having your arm wrapped in barbed wire while you're performing said bully choke um you know you couldn't you couldn't hear very well kingston saying i quit well because well when you're getting choked like that with barbed wire cutting in your throat it's gonna be hard to say something so i thought that was really well done what those guys did at the end um I thought it was a tremendous main event between these two. Um, it was completely uh clean as in no interference. Uh just two long-time buddies beating the dog shit out of each other and uh, we all we all win in in, in that world. Um I, I love the main event, Matt. What do you, what were your thoughts on it?
1: I th- I thought the two guys told a great story and, and, you know, and I thought, you know, the finish was exactly what it needed to be, you know, a finality of the finish with one of them actually saying that they quit and I didn't foresee Eddie Kingston versus Kenny Omega to be something that AEW would have been planning on. So, I mean, it made sense for uh, Mox to retain.
0: Um, What was even f- more fun during the match was watching Renee Young tweeting
1: Oh, she she was not a fan of that match, sir. She was not a fan of that match.
0: One of her tweets was, can I say I quit? (laughs) It's such good shit. (laughs) Uh, After the match, Moxley helps Kingston up, but uh, Kingston was not having any of it. Uh, Moxley got in the camera and talked about blood and guts. Uh, direct shot at Vince McMahon who said uh, that's uh, criticized a- AEW for all the blood and guts so um, then Kenny Omega comes out just a little stare down nothing too, uh, nothing too crazy just the two staring each other down um, I-, I would assume they're going to wait till revolution for this Matt
1: You would think,
0: even I though mean, I God know Ron it, it, said that they
1: have several dynamite specials planned between now and in Revolution, which is the end of February. But
0: they've always slid other matches in there, though. Like when you have, like you have a number one contender, but then you have these other specialty shows. They've they've slid in, they've slid in other number one contenders in there as well. With yeah, but
1: they've never really done. Trying to think if they if they have done. I can't recall them ever doing a title match on Dynamite when we already knew what the what the title match was going to be on the pay per view. Yeah. Like we've had we've had the, the challengers for the AEW title competing prior to Dynamite and like and saying, "Well, if I lose, I'm not competing for the title." I mean, they've done they've done stuff like that. But I can't recall if they've actually said, okay, this is our title match at this pay-per-view, but three weeks prior or, or you know, whatever, whatever, how many weeks we're going to have, an, have a title match beforehand. And I mean, I guess they could do that and they can just say, like, the winner will face Kenny Omega at Revolution. But yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how they're going to do it, man. Like, ex- I mean, this is this is... This is their longest space between pay-per-views throughout their calendar year, because you've got the you've got the end of February for Revolution, and then Double or Nothing is in May, so I mean there's only two months between there, and then you have All Out at the end of August, beginning of September, so you just really just have June and July going into that, and then in September, and the September-August date, because it fluctuates because of the Labor Day weekend, and then you've got full gear in November, which is another two-month period. This is the only one with that it's really, it's a wide gap, because it's almost all of November, then you have December, then you have January, and then you have almost all of February until the end of the month. So, I mean, this is almost double their, um, their space between every other pay-per-view throughout the calendar year. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do between now and Revolution. But if if I, if if I had to to uh, to say what to do, I would I would hold off that match until Revolution. Got to. But I mean,
0: well, when you look at the
1: what, what the fuck do I know? You look you at know the, I'm I'm not booking.
0: So when you look at the AEW rankings as of November fourth, of course they come out on Wednesdays. You know, Kenny Omega is nowhere to be seen in the top five. So you could easily have some sort of title match with either Brian Cage. uh, MJF is in that number two, Lance Archer, number three, Darby Allen, number four, and Sean Spears at number five. So they've already done Archer, but uh, they could probably do any... uh, of the other three guys, not Darby being the TNT champion, you could even, well, you can't throw Cody in there yet uh, until he gets, well, he's Cody Rhodes now. So maybe, um, maybe he, but uh, Cody and Moxley would be a pay-per-view match. So you're not going to do that there. Uh, Cage and Moxley have already fought too. So, you know, you, you could throw a Sean Spears at him or, uh, you know, maybe even Scorpio Sky if he beats Spears. I think that match is supposed to take place tomorrow. Uh, it was postponed due to...
1: I do believe that is scheduled for tomorrow, yes.
0: Uh, that was uh, 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 Scorpio came into contact with someone with COVID, so that got uh, can't, uh, postponed. So you, you could uh, use the rankings to your advantage and have yourself a title match somewhere in there between now and the end of February, which seems like a long fucking time away but excellent pay-per-view by AEW Matt calling it one of the uh, the best of of AEW's short career
1: I, I definitely thought I definitely thought it was I, I just just top <laughs> the bottom I, I I thought it was a phenomenal show so
0: BTE this week uh, we kick off with uh the Bucks on the stage at Daly's place, uh, checking out the full gear set. And uh Nick calling his brother dumb for uh uh putting the <laughs> stipulation putting the stipulation out there. Nick was
1: every wrestling fan on the planet. Yeah. To Matt, essentially. And that's what that's what I loved about it.
0: I love how he slid that in there too. He just talking, talking and, and then like and, and, and you're so dumb for he <laughs> just like slid it in there so coy and, and Matt says I got a plan and he shows off the TNT tag team championship belts
1: <laughs> oh so glad they never did.
0: that was kind of funny
1: uh, it was funny in hindsight that they won but had they lost it would not have been funny
0: <laughs> uh, the Bucks go to Walmart again and uh, well, dude, they they're did.
1: almost impossible to find on store shelves right now.
0: Yeah, they still can't find their own toys. Uh, Silver and Reynolds BMW's got all
1: that good, uh, all that good merch coming right now, baby.
0: Action
1: uh, figures, video games, mobile games,
0: trading cards,
1: trading cards rumored to be uh, upper deck. Uh, doing the uh the um aew cards that's the rumor not sure it's factual but that's the rumor uh it's just it's really cool to see them getting all these licensing deals yeah. uh I could man I could I couldn't be happier for this company man like I, I literally could not <laughs> I I'm I'm so fucking thrilled.
0: A Silver and Reynolds tried to recruit Naka Naka Nakazawa into the dark order and said they they got to smell his underwear.
1: Why would you waste your time? He couldn't even beat Brandon Cutler. True. Brandon Cutler uh, got his second win in AEW by beating Michael Nakazawa. Oh, did he? Yes, on Dark Friday night. Uh, on the dark that was that aired before uh, Full Gear.
0: Watch out! He's going to get a TNT title shot here soon.
1: The streak, baby.
0: Uh. Matt Jackson signing some some autographs on stuff, and at first he thought he shouldn't tell, but then he divulges for a trading card, but they can't divulge anymore and then we got to see uh doctor make fun of his signature Fork. <laughs> oh doctor a little aew games teaser after that. We'll talk about that a little later.
1: Can't wait to talk about that, JB. I'm very excited. If you can't tell,
0: <laughs> Brandon Cutler runs into this doctor fuck, back.
1: Fucking guy
0: runs into doctor backstage. Hey, I want to uh, get some pictures of you with the belt. Oh, the oh the AEW title. No, not that belt. Oh, the tag titles. No. Oh, the TNT championship. No. No, just a belt. <laughs> your it pants was, are was, too it, loose, Brandon.
1: It was it was the FTW championship. Oh,
0: that's right. It was the FTW. Yeah, I didn't like, do you
1: point. want Brian Cage to kill you?
0: And <laughs> he's like, it was, no, I don't I want that. I think it was, you want Brian Cage to rip off your arm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, something along those lines. One way or another, it's resulting in a murder. Yeah. Because you get your arm ripped off, I'm pretty sure you're dead.
0: Uh, Buck's showing their injuries after the... Uh, the FTR match, and uh, <laughs> I loved.
1: I I know we didn't talk about it, early, but I we, we didn't touch on it earlier. I loved the finish of that match. <laughs> I fucking loved the no flips, just fist guys.
0: Oh, we talked about we, it. I we talked about
1: flipping. It cost them.
0: Well, I talked about it. Well,
1: I didn't. I didn't talk about it.
0: Well, talk about it then.
1: I'm talking about it. I'm all just, right. Talk I, about. I, it. I just I love the finish. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want. I want to beat a dead horse. Um, I, I, I really, I loved, I loved the finish of that match. I thought the storytelling was great. It was. And, and like, like, like I said, you want, you want me to pick between that and the match from revolution. It's so hard because those might be two of the greatest tag team matches I've ever seen. Period. (laughs) And they were both in the same calendar year from the same company. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. NXT has had some amazing tag team wrestling years ago. They haven't had any lately. But years ago, they had sort they had some really great tag team wrestling, and you know, but I feel like I've seen two of the best tag team matches of my entire life in 2020. Yeah. So like, I don't I don't want to try to have to pick between them. But at the same token, I will say this: the common factor in both matches were the unbox. Yes. So people can say whatever they whatever they fucking want about the no. unbox and how they can't they can't sell and they can't tell stories and and all this stupid-ass bullshit, but they are legitimately one of the best tag teams on the fucking planet today.
0: WWE marks, because so, I saw some WWE marks going, what are these guys doing putting out a video game already? They're getting ahead of themselves.
1: Shit. Oh, dude, you, the, WWE, the WWE fanboys were out in full tilt tonight, trying to rain on the parade of of AEW games and y'all should be fucking ashamed of yourselves like oh, you yeah, have anything let... else fucking better to do with your life go play wwe battlegrounds and shut the fuck up
0: let's let's make fun of pre-alpha graphics while we're at it you dumbasses. it didn't
1: look that bad to to me like well, what i wrote in my sports keto article tonight it reminded me of if you took the very realistic ww2k games and then you took the art from ww all-stars yeah. and you met in the middle because the graphics did look realistic, they just looked slightly larger than life, and a... the in the wrestling looked realistic. It didn't look like over the top All Stars of Battleground gameplay or anything. It just the wrestlers looked a little larger than life, which is what yeah. you expected from from the Aki games. Like well, they uh... didn't look, like the like No Mercy and stuff. They didn't look yeah. super super realistic. But you know they—it was fun. We'll and dig it's into fun. We'll I can't wait in. to talk about it later. I know we keep talking about it. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna talk about it soon. I've got so much to say.
0: Seriously, my well, back to that stupid criticism. Oh look, it's a Kenny Omega balloon. It looks like an inflatable balloon. I'm like, yeah, shut up. All right.
1: I actually thought I thought Omega looked great. I thought all three, all three <laughs> of the characters. will we'll talk about it later. I know we keep jumping into it. But I thought all three of the character models that were revealed in that trailer looked really good.
0: It's hard to pick a favorite spot of BTE this week because it was so good, but I think my favorite spot was the next one when Brandon Cutler was looking for the pay window. <laughs> and, and, I'll,
1: I'll tell you my favorite spot and, when we get
0: to it. And Kazarian goes, it's to the right. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> And then uh someone brought up to him that he needs anger management. Twice. Yeah, first this is the first time. <laughs> I fucking loved Kaz. Hey, go to the right. Fuck go fuck yourself.
1: <laughs> I guess that's gonna be his new running gimmick on being the elite as the, the angry old man that needs to go to anger management.
0: Peter, uh, Dude, Peter, if they
1: run some anchor management skits on BTE, that's going to be fucking gold.
0: Peter Avalon was the, the first guy to, to tell uh, uh, Frankie that uh, he needed to calm down. There ya! It's time for the finals of the inaugural BTE Championship. Do, do you feel Matt Jackson through this? Yes.
1: Okay, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't just me. I feel like he didn't want the heat, and he purposely threw the threw the fucking finals
0: and fucking because silver. He, had, he
1: he had it in the bag all silver. choked.
0: Man. Silver is supposed to win, and he choked. Oh, he choked so bad. So your first ever BTE champion is Trent, who didn't want the belt anyways. <laughs> that was, was quite the, the elaborate the setup.
1: Best friends
0: that was quite the elaborate setup that went through like three or four hotel rooms. Um,
1: yeah, that was ins- Was insane.
0: I loved, uh, Trent saying, uh, do a slow-mo thing and play my music. <laughs> uh, so your first ever BTE champion, Trent, don't call me Beretta.
1: Oh, I'll call uh, him Beretta if I want,
0: uh, some sweet behind the scenes shit. Uh, Darby getting his uh, uh paint on. Uh,
1: yeah, I thought that was pretty cool.
0: Uh we get we get Cutler and Kazarian again. And uh Cutler decided to go steampunk for full gear. <laughs> and uh Kaz didn't like it. Damn! Oh Kaz. Kaz and Brandon were my favorite part of this show, man. And uh then J- Justin Roberts says Frankie, you need some anger management. Well, that's the wrong thing to say to Frankie. <laughs> Do I don't think I've played Do i played Do a lot, but I don't think I've played it as much as I and have in this might show. Be, this
1: might be, a, might be a record tonight for you and the Do ya's.
0: Uh, uh, Mero and Kip playing PlayStation 4 with the controllers off. Kayfabe. <laughs> and then Leva schooling Kip Because they didn't think Leva could game. Do they not know she has a Twitch channel? Does Kip not? Do they not know they've played games with her (laughs) before on Twitch? (laughs) Hey, kayfabe, kayfabe. Oh boy!
1: I think that was that was Miro's um, being the elite debut, wasn't it? Was it? I think it was. He's been on a bunch of the uh, of Sammys blog um, i need to to start catching up
0: i need to start catching up on those
1: but he i think i'm pretty sure this is his first time on
0: bte so jurassic express decided to take a naked ice bath and then get out of it um well they weren't naked Uh, you can see jungle boy was wearing shorts but kayfabe they were naked and uh anna j walked in (laughs) um i don't know where they were going with marco's stunt but um
1: He's so weird on both sh- on, on
0: Sammy's and vlog and BTE
1: Marcus on is so fucking weird.
0: I don't know if my, Mar- I don't know if Marco still had a hog uh, after the ice bath or what exactly. But anyways, Anna Jay was uh, disgusted and, and, and ran off. <laughs> uh, the Bucks showing off their, uh, their ring gear and that leads to Cutler cam from full gear as they show the, the, the FTR match. Kenny Omega has championship hats and t shirts for them. Before you get to that, though, a little uh Shaq in the hallway.
1: Yeah, friggin' Shaq. Backstage of fucking full gear, man.
0: Underdog. Once again,
1: th- reigniting those rumors that he wanted to wrestle Cody and AEW.
0: Underdog, put that on T shirt. Uh, oh
1: man. Shaq versus Cody, can you see it?
0: Uh, NBA season's over now. I, I fully expect Shaq to be on Dynamite sometime uh, before well, the new NBA well,
1: season seems to be starting back up relatively soon.
0: Well, we got a month. We got a month and a half. So yeah. Uh, Kenny Omega with <laughs> championship hats and shirts. I don't know what to think about that, but uh,
1: I love the hats.
0: Uh, I love the baseball celebration tarping off the. Uh, oh the no,
1: dude! That wasn't what it was. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't know what they were playing off of. No, they were doing the uh, the, the Chicago Bulls.
0: Oh, from the last uh, dance champ. Yes. Okay.
1: With the, with the gu- with the, with the goggles and the shirt and the hat and when he was laying on the floor.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, dude they they were doing they were doing some play off of the Chicago Bulls stuff.
0: So they were singing. Which, we which are I the thought champ. Was
1: pretty freaking cool.
0: They were singing. We are. What was up with them goggles that were like all the way (laughs) they didn't have any lenses
1: they they bought some shitty ass goggles uh
0: so they're singing we are the champions by queen and hangman walks by poor hangman man i feel sorry i feel hashtag poor hangman i want to i want to give hangman a hug um he stops short of the door and, and turns around and then poor hangman walks into the dark order doing a fuck hangman chant. <laughs> uh poor hangman. Uh before we get to the dark order, uh, they showed uh the bucks doing the scrum post full gear. Uh Eddie Kingston, man. I don't know if this was aired anywhere or this no, was I think
1: it was exclusively for BTE.
0: Fucking tremendous. Yeah, it was uh this was no comedy. This was a true from the heart promo from Eddie Kingston he even said he broke his phone um man
1: which i think his phone was just already broke but it made it for a good story
0: <laughs> true but a uh, hell of a fucking promo by eddie kingston there he says he'll be back he ain't done john silver poor john silver sad that he lost to orange casty uh evil uno consoling him uh
1: this is too funny man this might have been my favorite this might have been it, either this or hey man joining in on the fucking man chant um <laughs> one of those are my was my favorite part and I'm, I'm really not sure which one but they both involved the black order so dark order the,
0: the dark order but, you know. tries to uh cheer up silver and um uh, anna J asked how about a hug <laughs> Silver's well, oh, no, kid. he
1: asked for a hug. Oh yeah, oh, and and Anna, Anna J was gonna give him one, and he freaking and- took it from Ten instead, like a doofus. Silver
0: stiff, ar- st- silver stiff arms, Anna J, to uh, to get the hug from Ten. That's 10 silver- grabbed his ass. Oh man, there was some there was some hanky panky <laughs> going on there. <laughs> I think Silver's k and uh, uh, being a gay guy, anyways, there on the you know doing a little. So he gives Anna J the stiff arm. Who, who the hell gives Anna Jay the stiff arm? But <laughs> that, no that was a good stiff arm. <laughs> well, well no hell! hell! Uh, stiff arm, not stiffy arm. So they go, okay, we know how to cheer you up, Silver. Let's do a fuck hangman chant. So they're going, fuck hangman, fuck hangman. And this was when hangman had just turned around from the Buck's championship celebration. He walks into the room. The Dark Order is quiet. Well, except for five. That dipshit. <laughs> but a Hangman joins in. But only for a little bit and then walks off because Hangman is sad.
1: <laughs> but funny tidbit. Did you watch any of the Full Gear Media scrums from Saturday night? No. If you go back and you watch Serena Deeb's media scrub in like the final three to five minutes of her media scrub, you can you can clearly make out the fuckin' man chant in the background, so you know exactly the time that they were filming that BTE skit. <laughs> so she's doing the media scrub, and you're in the background, fuckin' man, fuckin' man, fucking man, and I'm like yeah they're filming bte right
0: now <laughs> oh my god that is hilarious smackdown live from the thunderdome uh we start off with uh the women's championship sasha banks and bailey and would you look at that matt sasha retained a title thank god it, i swear
1: to you if bailey would have won that title back on friday i might have lost my damn mind <laughs> I'd have, lost, I'd, have, I'd have lost my damn mind,
0: man. This, this would have been mad after the match. Me. Uh, So yeah, for the first time in her career, she gets to hear, and still your SmackDown Women's Champion, Sasha Banks. Good match. Great match between those two. Uh, I mean, no surprise. We're going to get a good match out of those girls. Uh, after the match, though, Carmella shows up with a super kick laying out Banks. Uh, Jey Uso And Kevin Owens get into it a little bit in catering. Kevin making fun, saying, uh, oh, getting coffee, isn't that Heyman's job? And uh, Jay didn't like that so much, did he?
1: Oh, Jay was being a little bitch on Friday.
0: And then Jay was interviewed by Kayla when uh, Heyman shows up and asks if Roman authorized this interview. And, uh, well, no, he didn't. Ray worried about his daughter Aaliyah. hadn't heard from her, but he's it's time for a match, and so uh, Dominic had to run to get his gear, and that's when he got attacked by King Corbin, who he was facing in a Survivor Series qualifier. Before we got to that qualifier match, we uh, we have that meeting between Jay and Roman and Paul, and uh, well, it didn't go well for anybody that's not named Roman, did it?
1: Roman's just making everybody his
0: bitch. We know who the head of the table is. I love Roman. Reigns. This Roman Reigns is so fucking good. I love it. Ah, uh, we get to the survivor series qualifying match. King Corbin, Rey Mysterio King Corbin gets the win there. Um, I think, uh, yeah, Seth Rollins was there as a distraction on the ramp, almost the entire match. Um, Murphy and Aliyah show up too. So all that chaos led to King Corbin uh winning winning the match and joining the team. Matt Team Raw better win that that match, by the way, Matt.
1: Uh yeah, well, I mean, I guess it depends on who the fifth smack who they fill out the SmackDown side with. But as of right now, um, yes, I would definitely want Team Raw to win that one. Um, and but at the same token, you feel like Team Raw's yeah, no, I don't think t- I feel like Lana's gonna be the sole survivor for the women like, Either I the like soul... that, I feel like that's what they're leading to so maybe the men's SmackDown team has to win
0: Either the sole survivor or she's gonna get like two big eliminations um, but I smell sole survivor on this
1: Yeah, like, so, so yeah, maybe stay, Like, I, I feel like we're the raw men's team should win but
0: It's fucking stacked compared to SmackDown
1: well, the way they're making Jey Uso beat the entire planet, except for Roman Reigns, I mean, like I could see them pushing him to the moon again by having him pin like Strowman or Lee or something and just would really annoy me because Keith Lee needs a damn big win right now.
0: And he'd be the and one to probably take that pin.
1: It would, Yeah, it would be really nice for Keith Lee to win that match for Raw because... They have done that poor man no favor since he beat Randy Orton at that pay-per-view.
0: You know what I just realized? I did not finish SmackDown, nor did I finish Raw. I started them, but not finished. Ah! <laughs> I'm like, I don't remember this next match between... Um, I don't remember this next match between uh, Zelina Vega, Ruby Wright, and Natalia to qualify for Survivor Because I
1: didn't see it!
0: Yep, I did not finish Raw or SmackDown this week. Natty,
1: Natty, Natty fucked herself. In this match,
0: uh, I like Rob. I like Ruby's new look too.
1: Well, Natty had the sharpshooter on Vega, and Ruby did like did like a crossface on Vega, and Natty was dumb enough to let go of the sharpshooter. And when <laughs> she let go, Ru- um, Ruby made Zelina tap out. So Ruby won. I can't make this shit up, pal.
0: Yeah, um so yeah, I completely have no recollection of that because I never saw it.
1: Eh. He didn't miss much. Like honestly, if you saw Sasha and Bailey, I mean that's really the only thing from SmackDown I felt you would had to like go out of your way to see.
0: because yeah, I also I did see uh Corbin and Ray. So
1: speaking of things you didn't need to go out of your way to say.
0: Uh I, I am knows. happy to
1: see I am happy to see Ray back in the ring though. All things um, considered, like yeah. luckily his injury was not as bad as it could have been, but maybe if it was as bad as it could have been, maybe we could have dropped this terrible storyline with his daughter, with his daughter, Buddy, and Seth. So, I mean, I guess you know, trying to weigh the positives and the negatives.
0: Survivor Series qualifying match: uh, Seth Rollins and Otis. Uh, why the hell they broke up every machinery? Beyond me, they dropped Tucker in forty-five minutes. And, well, 45 otis, minutes or 45 seconds <laughs> and uh otis uh well he he lasted five minutes at least about uh seth rollins gets the win they
1: they look to be fair they protected him
0: with murphy because
1: yeah. because of murphy's interference so i mean it's not it's not like otis lost clean but honestly like rollins didn't need to be on this team
0: so like, what, they could
1: they could have thrown otis on, on on the survivor series team so they're the poor fucking man a bone for crying out loud.
0: I'm confused on what Murphy's doing with Rollins at this point.
1: Well, he said that he, he Rollins came in the back afterwards. He's like, please tell me I saw what I thought I saw. And Murphy did the whole uh, Messiah disciple thing. And Rollins walked away all happy and Aaliyah ran up to, Buddy, going, what are you doing? Wah, wah, wah. He's like, <laughs> just, he's like, and he's just like, trying How'd that go me. again?
0: How'd that go what
1: again? What are you doing? Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, just trust me. It's for the greater good. It's so for the I'm greater assu- good. I'm oh. assuming it means Murphy is setting up Rollins to turn on him. But at the same token, like, oh my God, can we just end the storyline already? Well, we all <laughs> so- thought, we all
0: thought Aaliyah was going to go, Dark and join uh, raw Roll- and drawing. Yeah, Rollins that, that so.
1: doesn't se- that doesn't seem to be the direction.
0: Uh oh, boy, Lars Sullivan sit down interview with Michael Cole this time. How was that, Matt? Was it weird?
1: <sighs> it was everything you thought it would be.
0: KO Jey Uso. Jey Uso getting the win. No surprise there. Um, Jay uh, high fives Heyman. Goes up to the ramp. Roman's standing there. And, uh, puts his arm around Jay to end the show. I figured, I figured Roman would be like, turn around and beat up KO, but that didn't happen. Um, but that's the end of SmackDown, the A-show, if you didn't know.
1: Oh, you didn't know?
0: So we... <laughs> we,
1: uh, have
0: one superstar left to fill each, uh, each spot at the time. At the time, we'll fill that last spot of Raw out here on Monday. We, uh, kick things off on Raw with Ms. TV. And, uh orton interrupted in a hurry uh who the hell were the guests even supposed to be was it supposed to be the new day
1: i don't even remember
0: yeah, me either but new day came out and then drew came out and uh, we had a, a little Donnie brook as uh the uh there was a six-man tag with those guys already announced later on in the evening Elias, Jeff Hardy, Matt Riddle, triple threat for uh the last uh second chance for the last chance, the last spot on Survivor Series. Uh probably to nobody's surprise, Riddle won that, considering Hardy and Elias are still feuding somewhat. Uh and they're pushing Riddle, so bro, Mustafa Ali and uh I'm just gonna call her Mia Yim because I don't remember her name on <laughs> Retribution. I
1: think it's like fucking Reckoning or something stupid like that. Uh, they kind of—I don't, don't remember it either.
0: Uh, yeah, they cut a decent promo. <laughs> this part cracked me up. Drew Gulak showing up, uh, trying to be a part of the hurt business without a pocket square and a clip-on tie. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that he continues to try to join every week and gets beat down.
1: Dude, uh, the, guy, the guy is so underutilized.
0: Uh, it, Gulak got beat down by the Hurt Business that allowed our truth to sneak in and become your 43-time 24-7 champion.
1: You know the biggest issue I had with this segment?
0: Hmm.
1: Is that freaking Drew Gulak was beaten down by four wrestlers, and they all walked away instead of <laughs> wishing to him for the championship.
0: Well, I, nobody cares about the twenty four seven champion.
1: Look, maybe nobody does, but at the same token, you're telling the audience that they shouldn't care about it either. You know, by by the way, you have you know wrestlers that should very well just want to hop on, hop on down and get that title and yeah. walk away instead. Because look, ben, Benjamin held that title, yeah, you know, a few times already. So why didn't Benjamin hop on down and get the title? Why didn't MVP? you know, jump down and get the title. So if the Hurt Business beat the New Day on Raw next week, they'd all have championships. Yep. You know, just like where's – like there's no logic to the things that they do. And while this the, like it, the segment well, was funny, it would just be nice for shit to make sense.
0: Come on, Matt. Logic and WWE, know, you're asking know, too much. I know. Uh I am uh, not going to be satisfied until our truth gets two hundred and forty-seven reigns with the twenty-four-seven title. By the way,
1: I think they should just give him fifty and retire it.
0: He's about twenty uh, percent there uh, at forty-three. 44. So he's got a he's got a way to go. Forty-four. Uh,
1: Later in the show, you probably didn't see it.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> like I said, I didn't watch the rest of Raw. Yeah, you I missed just... like hey, you missed like
1: eight more title changes.
0: I uh, I don't know what. Uh, normally, I get everything in. I I don't know what happened there. You Start, do,
1: it's, it's been a rough couple of days for you, but it's all right.
0: Started them, and then uh, something came up or something came on, and so then I went to switch to that and just forgot to go back to it. <laughs> I've been sick since Friday, but that means yeah, I'd have more time. Exactly. To, I mean, that'd be, that means I'd have more time to watch, though. I yeah, just, but
1: sometimes when you're sick, you get loopy, and you just forget shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: and hey, that's that's part of being sick, man.
0: Uh, the, the 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 let's book Lana better tour did not commence as uh, she tapped to Shayna Baszler after two minutes. Um, Nia Jax was going to put her through a table again, but uh, Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose saved her. After the commercial break, Lana came up to them to thank them, but uh, they're uh, they're like, "Ah, we weren't helping your ass," so. Poor Lana. We got sad Lana, and we got sad Hangman. We got sad. We got sad people on our shows, Matt.
1: Hashtag poor Lana. Um, <laughs> I, I like, I, I,
0: liked, I, I liked the, uh, the AJ Styles team meeting for Survivor Series. I thought it was kind of funny. AJ, St- I, I think uh, overall, though, I mean, creative needs to, a, actually do something. Uh, almost every Survivor Series team, men and women, the only storyline going into it is they don't like each other. It's like, that's the best you got? Okay. It's like create. Well, I mean, creative takes a lot of weeks off, but it, it seems like they take a, a lot of weeks off even more when it comes to Survivor Series time. So uh this led to a tag match between Sheamus and Strowman against Lee and Riddle with AJ's the special guest referee. Uh Sheamus broke kicked Strowman. That led to Riddle rolling up Sheamus and uh they got the, the and Lee and Riddle, the only two guys that get along on the team got the win. Alexa Bliss picking off petals off of the roses, Nikki Cross coming up to her and uh, says uh Uh, Bliss says it's been a while since I've seen you. Nikki's like, uh, I saw you last week. (laughs) As we, uh, we further go down the split between Cross and, uh, and Bliss, Bliss has been doing a tremendous job since being with, uh, with him. Uh, United States Championship, Bobby Lashley against Titus O'Neil. That lasted about a minute. Best part of uh, uh, the best part of this was the uh, before the start of the match. MVP goes. The match is going to happen above the ring.
1: <laughs> this was so fucking sloppy, dude.
0: Yeah, and it was only a minute. It was there's a lot of slop in just a minute.
1: Like the fact that Lashley couldn't even lock the fucking hold on Titus O'Neil says and- to me, like, dude, if you can't, if you can't. If you can't actually lock the damn hold on, what the fuck you doing doing the hold to begin with?
0: And Titus because was, it's
1: not like Titus is that big of a dude. Like he Titus is a big guy, but he's not bigger than Lashley. Like Lashley should have easily been able to put and, that hold on, and the fact that he couldn't says to me like you just shouldn't be doing the damn hold.
0: And Titus was tapping before the hold was even in. Yeah,
1: it was bad, dude.
0: Uh, more uh, more friendship. Between Drew McIntyre and Sheamus, I and mean, we all know where that's going to lead later on down the line.
1: Friendship, friendship
0: again. Oscar uh, took on Nia Jax. Uh, ended in DQ with Baszler attacking Oscar. And it's not uh, like
1: most botches.
0: <laughs> Was there a botch in that match? This is where I, I, I. I
1: the word on the street is she injured Mandy Rose. So
0: I uh, switched it after Seamus and Drew were talking. Oh, Lana went through a table. I was worried. I was worried that Lana was not going through a table this week.
1: No, you aren't.
0: Uh, so we had a a. a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven way match for the 24 uh, 7 title. Congrats, Eric and Tucker. You have now graduated into the 24 7 division.
1: Must be very proud of yourself.
0: Our Truth retained his championship. Mustafa Ali took on Ricochet. Sounds like it was a good match. I mean, yeah, it's
1: probably the best thing on the show.
0: It's not going to be a surprise that uh, these two put on a good match. Hey, a win for retribution.
1: Hot damn.
0: Uh, Adam Pearson informing Randy Orton that he has to defend the WWE championship against Drew McIntyre. Drew gets a little physical with Pierce. We all know where this is going.
1: Do we?
0: Well, we're not going to get it. Yes, yes, we all know where this is going. Orton and McIntyre next week, it's going to be interrupted by The Fiend, then they're going to have a TLC match in December. Book it.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if Miz is in the Money in the Bank briefcase on Monday, wins it so he can get squashed by Roman Reigns in two minutes at Survivor Series
0: save uh, save uh, orton
1: save orton and drew we would
0: not put it, not put it, it <laughs> would
1: not put it past them we
0: put orton in there to save drew we're going to put miz in there to save orton
1: yep i just i it would not it would not shock me
0: so next week on raw uh orton and drew for the title uh also for the title new day and hurt business i expect a title change
1: i do not i think i think the new day and the street profits is one of the actual matches on, on Survivor Series oh, yeah, that I'm right. actually looking forward to.
0: Yeah, you're So right.
1: if they actually take that away from me, I'm going to be furious.
0: You're right. I forget about Survivor Series for a minute. Yeah,
1: I, yeah. If they, if they take that match away from me, I'm going to be fucking pissed.
0: And your main event, six-man tag with uh, Drew, New Day, Orton, Miz, and Morrison. Hey, hey, ho, ho. It uh, looks like it was a good main event from what I'm seeing. It was it was fine. And uh nothing much else to end the show, right? No. Impact wrestling. I almost forgot to talk about impact there for a minute. Tucked it away. Uh, as we uh make our way towards the tag team knockouts tag team championships, uh that'll be decided at Hard to Kill in January. Uh we uh get a little taser. Havoc and Nevaeh taking on Tenille Dashwood Madison Rain. And it didn't go well for uh, Tenille and Madison, is, uh, who I expect to probably win those knockout titles, tag titles. Havoc and Nevea get the win. Uh, Gia interviewing the Good Brothers, and then they air a commercial. Talking Shop of Mania 2 on Friday, Matt. 10 p.m. Get ready. Get ready for the greatest experience of your life. I don't know about all that. Tommy Dreamer doing lie detecting te- lie detector tests to uh, figure out who uh, who done it. And we get ourselves uh, an X division championship match between Rohit Raju and TJP, and uh, of course Rohit doing a little chicanery to retain the title but hey he walks out with the title. Hernandez comes out of the interrogation, runs into Fala Ba and bah. and uh they talk about uh the money and bah. then and then Tasha steals and and Kara Hogan show up and uh uh flirt with Fala Ba and pickpocket him. Bah. <laughs> oh Bah! ba lost the money. Lost the money to. Why the couple...
1: fuck you carried it around anyway? Like honestly, you steal the freaking roll of money. You know, don't carry it around. Go put it in your bank account, or go spend it, or something. Like, why the fuck you still carrying a damn wad of money around like a month later?
0: So it doesn't make for a good wrestling story,
1: Matt. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Heaven forbid, I want my shit to make sense.
0: Uh, we learned that even though they're in a treehouse, the Rascals are getting evicted. Uh, they have a week to pay the rent uh or if they don't pay it they have to leave impact word came out for mike johnson a pw insider it's legit the rascals are leaving impact i'm like what
1: yeah i don't really know where they're gonna go i really don't
0: yeah, like trey's a about uh trey's a star but i mean he not you know he's not going to be a major star in a co- company just yet
1: I just feel like he's there. he's like that group is going to get lost anywhere they go, except for maybe if they go to Ring of Honor. Yeah, like like beyond that, like I really, I just don't see where they could go right now. There's no room for them in AEW. Like if they go to NXT, like I just don't see what they're going to do with them. And you know, I just I feel like Impact's the best place for those guys right now.
0: Yep, Mike Johnson says all signs are that this is, unless barring a last second change, it's legitimate that they're leaving. So
1: i mean things can happen dude contract and, and get shit worked out and you can keep them like i just i i really just i don't know where they where they put them right now yeah like i like to me like like i said besides roh like i don't see i don't see anywhere where they fit at the moment
0: yeah i can see trey going to nxt or aew maybe um not gonna be a you know
1: I mean and the thing is look, He's, not gonna, be a major. He's say, not gonna be
0: as big of a player as he was in Impact.
1: Yeah, and like let's just let's just say a let let's say for the sake of argument AEW signs Trey. Dude's gonna be on AEW Dark all, all the damn time. Like Like what they 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 don't have enough time on TV for all the men they have now. You know, like they add they add somebody in. The, no no offense to Trey Miguel, he doesn't have a whole lot of name value, oh. you know, at, at the moment. Like I feel like he's just he would just be he would just be a guy we'd see on Dark every week. Like I I think like, I don't I don't know. I, I really feel like the Rascals' best place would be to stay just to, to stay put an impact.
0: AC Romero took on Chris Saban. <clears throat> Saban giving up uh, a couple of pounds there to AC
1: couple
0: (laughs) uh apparently triple xl turned heel i missed it but uh uh, they attack uh saban after the match but uh we learned something pretty cool later on in the show stay tuned sammy callahan approaches chris bay has an idea for him father james mitchell in the uh lie detector room this is pretty funny tommy dreamer says the deception is on off the charts Mitchell says deception runs through his veins, but he didn't do it. But he thinks he knows who did. Eddie Edwards took on Chris Bay. Good match here. Uh, Eddie Edwards gets win after the match. Bay grabs a chair. Lights go out. It's Sammy Callahan with a bat. Bay and Callahan attacking Edwards. Rich Swan making the save. And then Ken Shamrock makes it three on two. And they work over Swan and Edwards. Then the Rascals come in to make the save. Tennille Dashwood uh, already throwing Madison Rain aside after they lost and approaches Jordan Grace. And uh, Dashwood reluctantly asks Jordan to be her partner. Grace says she'll give her a chance to earn her trust. At Turning point on Saturday. Rich Swan thanked the Rascals for doing for doing everything they did, and uh, suggested that they uh, go out with a bang. If the Rascals are truly leaving Impact Wrestling, and so they have suggested a tag match, Rich Swan tagging with Trey Miguel to take on the other two members, Dez and Wentz of uh, of the Rascals, next week. They aired turning point from 2009 when Matt's boy, Magnus Magnus and Brutus retained the tag titles against beer money with some interference from old Kevin Nash. Ugh. Gia interviews Deanna Perazzo and Kimberly and, uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, that, that was pretty cool. In the when Lee disappeared, and 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 then Sue Young puts her up against the glass, kind of a little horror movie style. I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, Dreamer continuing his uh, investigation. We didn't really get too far there. Reno Scum took on Falabon Criazzi, Steve, Chris Saban, at a bar, saying he needs someone to have his back. With Alex Shelley on the shelf, lo and behold, that somebody he's talking to is James Storm who agrees to it, and they'll team on Saturday at Turning Point, make Saban drink the uh, the beers. How can you drink this stuff? How many have you had? About 10. <laughs> Sorry about your damn luck. Man, I'm pretty excited to see Saban and Storm. Team together
1: should be interesting. Like, I don't know if they're leading somewhere with this or not, but like, look, I'm just, I'm always happy when I see James Storm on my TV. So,
0: and then uh, main event time: Machine Gun Carl Anderson, Josh Alexander. Once again, uh, a match involving any team that was in the tag team title race over the past two months. I can't, I can't, I I lost count. How many of these end in DQ and this one ended in DQ. I don't know, Matt. I know
1: nothing.
0: Turning point, though, on Saturday on Impact Plus. The North will take on the Good Brothers for the tag team titles. I wonder if we'll get a change there or not until Hard to Kill. Could be some chicanery. I don't know, Matt.
1: I like to think something interesting will happen at, at the at the show on Saturday. You gotta well, give f- people reasons to want to tune in.
0: I fully, so. ex- I fully expect Rich Swan to to retain against Sammy Callahan.
1: I, I would certainly hope so.
0: And I fully expect Sue Young to retain against Deanna Purrazzo. so I would
1: not be shocked to see that.
0: So we could get the Good Brothers getting the titles. Uh, Brian Myers is taking on Swaggle, Moose and Willie Mack. Tenille Dashwood. Jordan Grace take on Rosemary and Taya Valkyrie. And Davari takes on Eddie Edwards. You know, they've built up this... They built up this uh pay this show on Impact Plus better than WWE's build some pay per views, man. And this has been like two weeks of build. And they still do a better Sad job. Sad
1: but true, my friend. Sad it, but true.
0: They built some of these matches pretty good. So Oh, here we go, Matt. What you've been waiting to talk about. It was a little late, a little technical difficulty. It it, it showed up about 45 minutes late, but the show did begin. As on the AEW Games channel on YouTube, we have uh, Kenny Omega doing his best Steve Jobs imitation.
1: (laughs) He wasn't the only one.
0: Wasn't the only one. To unveil a brand new game coming to console. Yes, console. Not only that, not only that, it's developed by Ukes, who Y'all, if you ever played any of the old WWE games of uh, the PlayStation or Xbox era, <laughs> you know, Ukes did a good job. Until 2K fucked it up. Not only that, the director of WWF No Mercy 20 years ago on Nintendo 64. The director. Hideyuki Irishita. Is going to be involved in the game. Not only that. We got a little gameplay. Very early, early gameplay. Not only that. The beautiful Aubrey Edwards interrupts. Also cosplaying as Steve jobs to let us know that we've got ourselves a general manager mobile game coming our way. No ETA for that either. And then Dr. Britt Baker interrupts and also dressed as Steve jobs to announce that there is some AEW games, merch you can buy from shop AEW. And then Cody comes out to interrupt to let us know that there is a game that's coming out very, very soon called AEW Casino Double or Nothing. And uh, it's expected to be uh, launching this winter. Um, So it'll feature slots, blackjack, poker, roulette, and all the AEW stuff as well. Uh, that, that, that'll be coming down in the winter. Uh, And then the other two, uh, uh, the Elite GM is expected to launch later in 2021. And we did not get any sort of estimate on the console game. But tremendous news. Uh, Not one, not two, but three games coming our way. One being a console game. We were worried maybe the announcement would be just mobile, but this is a little too big for just mobile. So we're glad that they came through. Matt, what were your thoughts on tonight's presentation?
1: I, I loved it. I, I was I was definitely annoyed that it didn't start on time, I'll tell you that much. Um, but, the fact that we finally got the thing, we got two mobile games, we've got the console game, um, you know, we got to see the character models, the Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, and Hikaru Shida. And, just, damn man. I uh, just, I'm excited, like like I like I said earlier on the show. I, I feel like the graphics that they that they were presenting it it was it wasn't a straight simulation like WW2K, and it wasn't arcade like WW All Stars. It was like right in the middle, and I feel like some people feel like they don't. I feel like some people don't fucking remember this, but that's what No Mercy was back in the day. Yeah. It wasn't simulation. It wasn't arcade. It was it was right there in the middle. So like like the fact that, you know, the 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 project manager behind No Mercy, Def Jam Vendetta, and Def Jam Fight for New York is back doing a wrestling game in twenty twenty. It's fucking awesome, man. Like it's the best. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm so excited, and, and you know, like the game's been in development for a long time. Um, Brian Williams of Ukes put out a few tweets tonight regarding the uh, regarding the game, and let me read some me read some of these for y'all. Uh, I've been working toward this day since February of 2019. So now you know how long the game has been, been being worked on. Yeah. Hopefully now all of my past tweets can be put to their pro- put into the proper context. Big shout out to the homie at Trent Locks, Trent Beretta. This wouldn't have happened without him. Trent put me in contact with AEW, which brought us to today. And then he said, Five months before I reached out to AEW, I had an interview with the WWE for a games a games producer role in Stanford. This was in September of 2018. They interviewed me three times and then ghosted me. In February 2019, I emailed AEW, and here we are today. Things happen for a reason. He said, we're going to do our best to deliver a wrestling game that pro wrestling fans deserve. Between what we're doing and what At Virtual Basement is doing, the pro wrestling gaming fan base is going to be well served. Support developers making pro wrestling games. There's enough for all of us. So, uh, dude, I'm super, I'm super, I'm super fucking pumped.
0: Yeah. I can't wait to get my hands on the casino game. That'll be coming out. See uh, what they do with that console and, uh, the GM games look like
1: game looks fun. Um, (laughs) but I'm not super over the moon for the, uh, for the casino game, but I'll, I'll download it and give it a shot. Like, well, yeah. you know, why the hell not? You know, yeah, uh, yeah I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm, su- I'm super excited.
0: So they have announced. Uh, Major League Wrestling has announced that TJP will be uh, uh, heading to MLW for their restart on November 18th. As they uh, resume on Bn Sports. WWE has announced that the Undertaker is gonna bid a final farewell at Survivor series. Don't know what that's gonna be, if it's a match or just an appearance. I don't know.
1: I'm imagining it's just an appearance. Yeah. Because I feel like if it if it was anything more, if if it was a match, I feel like it it, it would be respectful to the Undertaker to be announced already.
0: Yeah.
1: Um so I'm I'm assuming it's just gonna be an appearance, but yeah, who knows? We'll see.
0: Um, it had been rumored that WWE has been reaching out to a lot of the talents that have appeared on AEW dark and uh, WWE uh, PW Insider has confirmed that two of them, Elena black and Lacey Ryan have uh, compete, uh, com- uh, completed tryouts for the company. Speaking of dark, uh, Leva Bates getting her first win. How soon before Peter Avalon gets his Scorpio Sky with an update? Uh, Thank, thanking he uh, he says I want to thank those that reached out in concern. Let you know I'm okay. Once I found out I come in contact with someone who might have COVID, I immediately notified AEW medical staff. Got tested, it was negative. At that point, I went out and got myself tested elsewhere to be sure, and it was negative again. Uh, The person I was in contact with was also tested and the results were negative. So the important thing is I'm in good health and eager to get back to work. Friday night Smackdown uh, numbers continue to go up for that show because well, it's the a show. So it's no surprise 2.209 million for Smackdown uh, an increase of Nearly 70,000, 60,000 viewers, actually, uh, up from 2.13 million. Monday Night Raw, on the other hand, uh, staying stagnant. Still below 1.7 million. A slight increase to 1.69 this week, up from 1.656. The first three matches are set for New Japan Pro Wrestling's Wrestle Kingdom 15 which takes place on January 4th and 5th. Tatsuya Naito will defend the IWGP Heavyweight Championship and IWGP Intercontinental Championship against Kota Ibushi on the 4th. Uh, you expect a change there, Matt?
1: I don't know, man. I don't know what the hell they're doing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kota, uh, or not Kota. Katsuchika Okada and Will Ospreay will also clash. And uh, it's also been announced that at night two... Uh, okay, so night one has got... No wonder you don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on.
1: Yeah, it's it's all really confusing.
0: Night one has Naito and Abushi one-on-one for both titles. Night two has... Naito, Ibushi, and or wait, oh, never mind. Okay. Jay White takes on the winner of night one on night two. That's what's going on.
1: I just wish they'd fucking split up the damn um, world and intercontinental titles already over there. Yeah. Like, I feel like those two titles have been on the same guy for at least, like, two years now. And I don't mean by, like, the same guy holding them. I mean, like, those two titles have literally been passed around, like, a package deal. like the past two years and it's getting kind of annoying at this rate i can drop one title and keep the other
0: yeah i figured at wrestle kingdom night to especially with a two-day event would do double duty you know one title on one day and one title on the next but does not seem to be the case uh eddie kingston's second grindhouse event is set for this saturday it's going to air on wwn com. If you are so interested, yeah. um although Kylie Ray has announced that she's retired from pro wrestling, she still remains under contract to impact wrestling p w insider has confirmed
1: I guess that's to keep her from going somewhere else
0: uh Unless, uh, well, unless there's a last second change, that would be with the NBA, which is highly unlikely. WWE will be heading out of Orlando's Amway Center. Uh, The Thunderdome will exit. Um, Mike Johnson, PW Insider, says that they are told the company's production team currently needs to clear out the venue no later than December 5th so the Magic can uh, take back over. Still no plans as to where the Thunderdome will go from there. Vince, better come up with something quick. <laughs> and uh, WWE with seven new trademarks in candy floss. August Gray. August Gray is the uh, one of the the, the guy that uh, stood up to Timothy Thatcher on NXT. Bash at the Beach, Battle Bowl, Bunkhouse Stampede, The Match Beyond, and Slam Oh look, WWE jumped on those right away after the Cody Rhodes thing, huh? Didn't take them long.
1: Well, dude, it was it was a trade off. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I, don't, I don't have a I don't have a problem with that at all.
0: Um, also, on the restart for MLW uh, on November eighteenth, that'll be the title match. Jacob Fatu, the champion, taking on Davy Boy Smith Jr. Uh, debuting on AEW dark this week was son of WWE Hall of Famer Devon Dudley. And, uh, uh, they took on, um, chaos project. It looks like, I don't know. Do they have a team name or anything? Oh, they're called TNT Terrell and Terrence Hughes. So, that's pretty cool. To see. God, we're getting old, Matt. When kids, of Devon Dudley are wrestling on on uh, on TV now.
1: I think it's pretty cool.
0: It is. It is. Uh, Savio Vega, actually one of uh, Undertaker's closest friends. I did not know that, uh, but uh, Savio Vega is going to be uh, flown in for the final farewell uh, <laughs> of the Undertaker at Survivor Series. Um, it's, uh, it looks like he's going to appear on camera and, uh, well, maybe on camera. I don't know, but, uh, the, uh, but, uh, IWA Puerto Rico announced it. So unfortunately when edge gets back, we will not hear the rated R superstar as WWE has unfortunately let go of Tony Chimmel, who's been with the company since 1991. Wonder where if he, he hasn't really full time announced in a while. You think he'd land somewhere, Matt? Or?
1: I have no idea. I think he's just done.
0: Cody Rhodes uh, interviewed with Bleacher Report's Chris Mueller recently and uh, stated that he only intends to wrestle for five more years and has political aspirations. He would love to run for the Senate in the great state of Georgia. So. Politician. I did not expect Cody to be a politician, Matt. Yeah. Uh, moving along. There's a lot of talk internally in the WWE that they are going to possibly revive tribute to the troops next month uh they had broadcasted every year since 2003 with the exception of last year so it sounds like it's possible that tribute from the t- troops tribute to the troops will be back it has been announced that the next nxt takeover event will happen on december 6th and what is it matt
1: i i would assume that it is
0: Oh, guys. Yes, yes. Good thing. But I don't you're... think
1: they've they confirmed it.
0: No, not yet.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think it's been confirmed yet, but that that would be my that would be my educated guess.
0: I was just putting it on T for we- Regal to show up on the show.
1: Understood, <laughs> sir. Understood.
0: Uh, people wow. have noticed that uh, WWE has quietly turned uh, one of the, their top stars, uh, babyface, and that was Braun Strowman.
1: Yeah, could have fooled me from the way he's been acting. I totally could see him as a baby face. Eye roll. It's like The Fiend's supposed to be a baby face, too. Like, I'm sorry, guys. I'm not seeing it.
0: WWE Network has added the best of Eddie Guerrero, uh, narrated by Matt Camp, and about three hours worth of matches and presentation, uh, dating back to 95. Eddie Guerrero against Dean Malenko for the ECW Television Championship. Uh, six against Eddie Guerrero for the U.S. title and WCW soul, uh, NWO sold out. Guerrero and Edge from SmackDown in 2 Guerrero and Lesnar for the championship in 0-4. No way out. Uh, Guerrero and Angle, classic WrestleMania 20 match. Oh, I wonder if they'll show uh, him celebrating with Benoit. No. Which match went last? Was it? Ben closed. Benoit. Okay, so they, they definitely wouldn't show it yet. So they would not share that, yeah. They still wouldn't show it anyways, but...
1: Yeah, I, I think I think if it was the other way around, I think you might have had a chance of seeing
0: it. I mean, but. it's it's in there if you watch WrestleMania 20, but yeah. any kind of highlight things, I'm sure they cut that out. Uh, Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero for custody of Dominic. Back when he was a little kid in 2005.
1: I was there. That was SummerSlam oh, in DC. That was the... Uh, that was Hogan HBK, brother.
0: You were in in attendance. I was. Edge and, or Edge, uh, Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio cage match on SmackDown from 05, and Eddie Guerrero, Batista for the title at No Mercy in 05. Round out the uh, compilation. Deadline.com is our final headline of the night. Deadline.com is reporting that Dwayne The Rock Johnson is going to... Re- produce a reboot of the scorpion king
1: which i respond why
0: um he will likely not play the character but he will uh, look to produce a revival of the of the uh of the character that he started playing in the mummy returns in 2001 i don't know i'm not going to question the rock matt <laughs>
1: i just i just don't i just don't care
0: That's going to do it for this edition of Lost in the Midcard. Thank you to Spiderduck.net for being our host, enabling us to be on iTunes, Spotify, and any of your favorite podcasting apps. All you got to do is search for Lost in the Midcard, hit that subscribe button. That way, you know every time a new episode comes your way. Typically, every Wednesday, we're also on the YouTube for the video version of the podcast. Please go give us a subscribe there. Hit the bell icon. That way, you know the new video comes up your way. You typically a couple hours after the podcast version is released. Links to all that are on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash loss in the midcard, as well as the Twitter at LITMC podcast. Matt is on the Twitter at Raw of Showtime. I'm on the Twitter at JB Huskers. And before we ride off into the sunset, Matt, what are your final thoughts? Looking forward to AEW games, brother. That I am. I am too. Um, Full gear was tremendous, and uh, it's going to be very exciting to see where they go as they turn the page on Wednesday, see where they go and where they head. Uh, There's a lot. what well, seems to be a long road to revolution because it's end of February feels like an eternity away, but uh, I think tomorrow is going to be exciting. The MGF induction, that'll be fun. Uh, as always, uh, AEW is entertaining the fuck out of us. excited for that uh i like to i like to do a little casino dabbling myself not not so much on the mobile but uh excited to see what that looks like and excited uh to see what the gm game and obviously the console game look like once they come out uh which is probably not soon enough but let's get it right and uh we're all excited for that for matt black this is jeremy bennett thank you for tuning in to lost the Midcard. we'll be back at you next week